The Baby Lambs podcast may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Anybody noticed that hyper masculine tone of voice was, provi- <laughs> was provided by my spouse, Michael. Hi, Michael. What's up, guys? You live here? Yeah. I feel like I haven't seen you in like 80 years. Mm. What have you been doing? Uh, Other than like squatting on the chair. I've been doing all the things. I've been like the busiest. Oh, have you? So productive. Have you? Yeah. You, like, go to school and, like, pretend you're, like, the only one that's ever been in school ever. Yeah, I have no life. You have a life. So, Lisa just left us, so it's just me now. It's just you and I. No, it's fine. I want to listen is- to that. <laughs> so, Michael, what are we discussing today? We are discussing Beyonce. And what about uh, her? Uh, her Netflix documentary uh, and who is she? that Beyonce? you forced me to watch. I didn't force you to watch it. <laughs> okay, I felt that you have been doing too much school stuff and that you needed a break. Mm-hmm. And what better break than to watch Bay? It was excellent. And that's it. We're done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this is our two second review. It's a new segment <laughs> in our Baby Lands podcast. <laughs> This is where Ashley comes in and goes, really, Michael? Really? <laughs> so, Michael, mm-hmm. who's Beyonce? Um, Beyonce was a former member of TLC. No. <laughs> <laughs> of Destiny's Child. Um, and she participated in Dances with Insane. <laughs> um, um, she is an artist, musician, um definitely um out to put out a show and um oh yeah she's a mother she's a wife she's a friend she's a badass she's a dancer she's a director producer writer yeah yeah she's a lot yeah and i'm glad that you mentioned that because uh homecoming really highlights all those things yeah well she did write and direct it yeah 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 um so we, we we saw this performance on uh, Coachella last year. Was it last year? Yeah. Okay, people, don't get excited. Michael and I did not go to Indio, California <laughs> to, like, go to Coachella. Coachella. Um, it's been live-streamed via YouTube? Yeah, YouTube. And we uh-huh. stayed up, or I stayed up, to watch her performance. Yeah. What a fucking I think show. Ashley was here, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ashley yeah. and Sasha, I think, were here. Maybe. I mean, why not? I don't know about here? Sasha, but whatever. <laughs> you were here. It was yeah. before you went to school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when I spent when I had a spouse. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, we we saw we saw the the performance Mm -hmm. uh, live. Uh, But as I mentioned, like I I glad I'm I'm glad that you mentioned that she's a director and and, 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 you know her creative talent, how she how she landed, how she lent 
What is talent. English? What is English? I'm exhausted. Um, but yeah, how she learned creative talent I bad for you. <laughs> to uh, to develop this um, this project. But uh, what I dug about the documentary is that it showed the behind the scenes and how it all came together. And it's not just about her. I mean, you really see her taking charge and uh, try to um, bring her like her vision into fruition. Mm-hmm. But the documentary really highlights that the whole thing was built from the ground up by everyone, yeah. everyone that participated. It takes a village, mm-hmm. and it, this this documentary really showed it. Yeah, uh, it's like it couldn't have been done without her, but for her, it couldn't have been done without them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, at the end of the day, she, a, she is at tell the... Tell me if, I, if I'm using it right. It's a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm so, so smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... But... <laughs> uh, well, another thing that I really dug about the documentary was the way it was filmed. Wasn't that really cool? Because it gave it like all the fil- all the Instagram filters that were being used, made it feel no. like very personal. Yeah, and like from the seventies and stuff. Yeah, well, they they've been doing that a lot. Um, yeah, when they do those videos uh, in, in between songs during the the in the concerts, uh, it almost looks like home video. Who's um, they? Well, Beyonce and Jay Z when mm. when they perform. Uh, I don't know who the creative director was for those visuals but mm-hmm. so i i mentioned their name because that's who i know but you know i don't know who who's like vp uh, director of video is it dp, DP. director DP. of uh, photography photography there we go and wow and you call yourself a film guy <laughs> <laughs> that shade <laughs> um but i really i really dug how they 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 yeah. made us take a look at the how everything came together. Yeah, I mean, from all of, like, the concert recordings that I've seen of hers, like, when they did On the Run, and then mm-hmm. when she's released, like, Lemonade and all that, um, this is the first one that, like, really gives you a glimpse. Like, it's as if you're in her concert, right? Because, yeah. like, when you're in one of her concerts, she, it's so much about the visual, so, like, outside of what she's presenting, which is, her artistry it's also like the one time she lets you take a look into her private life uh-huh well what what i yeah yeah um, so uh, but you know what something i liked about this more than some of the other videos that she's uh come out mm-hmm. is that this was more on the people yeah i feel, I feel like the, some of the other videos that she's done it's focusing on her and the family and all that but to a degree i also feel it's like a little bit pretentious uh, but this well, really because, highlighted I mean, the, she, the, mm-hmm. she tries really hard to not have her life out you know like she they very much like to control the image that they have um, and I know it's kind of like dumb considering that they both had albums based on like his affair okay um, cause it's kind of like it's counterintuitive in a way right where like you want to have as much as as much control as possible on your image, mm-hmm. um, but then like she had two albums, one that kind of like led you to believe that they were having marital woes, mm-hmm. and the second one was confirming those 
Marital Woes. And then he released 44, um, which was all about, you know, like, his affairs Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and how they've overcome his infidelity. Gotcha. Um, But outside of that, like, you don't really know much, you know, about other than what they really want you to see, which is why I find it, like, um, which is actually what I love about going to her concerts or their concerts, you know, they kind of like use that time to make you feel like you're a part of their lives, mm-hmm. but it's still very controlled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's, it's a product. Yeah. So um, for those of you that don't know, so homecoming, like Michael said, is about her Coachella headlining uh, performance from 2018. First black woman to headline. First I'm getting there, bro. <laughs> God, stop trying to mansplain shit. Ah. Uh? <laughs> um. Yeah, she be she became the first African American woman or black woman to headline Coachella. Um. And you know it's a homecoming because of her love of HBCUs. So HBCUs are what are they, Michael? Historically black college and university. Why are you woman-splaining, bro? Because I woman-splained <laughs> the two yesterday. Aren't you studying? Aren't you supposed to be good at remembering shit right now? <laughs> Trash. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> this is a mess. I love it. Um, oh, yeah. So she based it a lot on, like, HBCU, like, drum lines and... Um, just black culture in general mm-hmm. and black college culture. Um, and what did that mean? That meant like drum lines, orchestra, um, baton twirling, like step. You know, it was beautiful. And just like to showcase such a rich history of black culture, especially like black education mm-hmm. in black uh, well, well, it's like um, there was a portion there that, that that they were talking about, like the inclusion mm-hmm. of everyone that took part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was very much also representing um, um, her own culture as yeah. well. And I think a little bit after that is when they they posted the Maya Angelou um, mm-hmm. a quote, which said, which says, uh, "What I really want to do is be a representative of my race. I have a chance to show how kind we can be." Mm-hmm. Um, and that communal feel that that quote had, mm-hmm. uh, you could see it throughout the entire documentary. Yeah. And there's other quotes, too, um, that kind of represent that focus for the project itself. Yeah. I mean, it's also significant that, like, she gave birth, had put on all this weight, her body completely changed, her, like, mental health was completely different um and then she put herself like her body her family like so much into this performance um you know like because of the importance of it well yeah i mean she she talked about the sacrifice that she was doing just to be able to make this I mean, yeah. it was like less than a year that she that she had that was like five months after yeah so I, I think I mean mind you yes of course she had she was able to do this because she has all this money and she's able to like train for hours uh, uh, yeah. on end 
just to get to the her 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 appearance and her her stamina and all or to, to just achieve the goal that she has or like to achieve the vision that she has yeah, for this performance exactly but you know, you still can't you still can't really cut away from the um i guess the drive that she had to yeah. do this and i think you know to a certain extent you know we could all have that you know, no, if we, if we, we really if, <laughs> if we really want to like achieve something uh, you could achieve it. You just kind of like have to push for it. Yeah. But she also says she's not going to do it again. <laughs> it's like, fuck that. Very important one to and know. Do- one and done. <laughs> yeah. I still can't get over it. it was so good. And one thing that you missed, because you have to do homework. <laughs> um, at the end, she actually like, she has snapshots of everybody that was part of the band and the dance crew. Mm-hmm. So it just like played like rapidly. Oh, that's cool. Okay. The, like right before the credits. Okay. And then she literally credited every single person that was a part of it. I mean, she should. That's sick. But that's cool. Yeah. I should do this two weekends in a row, bro. Back to back. It's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I'm sure in, in between those weekends, there was no time off. It was just... And then she went on tour. More rehearsing. Yeah, that's the savagery. And then she went on tour, bro. Yeah. That's, that's, the, one that, that's the one that we saw. Yeah, let's talk about it. What? Oh, the, the concert. Your, your first experience. So, to preface this, Michael has talked a lot of shit <laughs> about Beyonce no, and Jay-Z. No, it's, it's more of a tease. All right. I like teasing. Mind you, he has that. Well, I forced him, or Ashley and I have forced him and Gabe to like sit through all these like HBO specials, not the Netflix special, like talking shit to them because Ashley and I had our, had seen JT twice, one with Justin Timberlake, another time him and Beyonce for On the Run Part One, um, and when she announced that she was going on tour last year, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. We're going. <laughs> and what we did. And what'd you think? Oh, that was one of the best shows I've ever seen. I fucking know. It's what I've been trying yeah. to tell you. Yeah. The 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 production for it, it's, it's crazy. Because it's not only... It's a show. It's a show. Yeah. It, it's... um. I mean, I've been to great concerts, but this is kind of like a concert, but the, the, the whole visuals, everything, the, mm. the production into it is insane. It's impeccable. Yeah. Yeah. That was excellent. Yeah. And like, at least I feel that in this relationship, the one that like pushes for that visual perfection the most is her. Um, I don't and know. I think through the years, I've just kind of grown at that together because her concerts have always been way more different than his. Her concerts are much more technical. Yeah. She's a fucking dancer. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely much more technical. I think they both have an attention to detail. Because when, when I saw him with Justin Timberlake, no. Yeah. Like, they, I think they have an attention to detail, but it's very different. Yeah. You know, um, Beyonce, because she's a dancer, she's more precise. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe she has more of a sense of timing. Mm-hmm. You know, certain things need to happen when they should happen uh, to lead on to something else. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know, 
if it's not like this, that she's playing it off very well, like it seems like she has everything lined up in a sense that it needs to be snappy. Because if not, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to develop to what she wants it to be. Mm -hmm. And all those practices, all those uh, rehearsals, uh, they... They're the same thing. Well, <laughs> all those <laughs> rehearsals um, are for that. Yeah. Make it so precise. And you you, you kind of see her in, in the documentary as she's going through the rehearsals. Mm -hmm. uh, she's getting faster and snappier yeah. and more confident. Because you see in the beginning that she's looking at, I don't know his name, the choreographer. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure what his name is. But um, uh, he's looking at him. She's looking at him. And she, she has kind of like a face of confusion. Like she's mm -hmm. kind of lost. Uh, not frustrated, but kind of like just trying to figure things out. Mm -hmm. And then you continue to see that maybe that same chore uh, choreograph or something similar. But then her face is changing. She's a lot more confident. Uh, everybody else is starting to hop in and mm -hmm. do it with her. When uh, the first video was be just between her and her choreographer. Yeah. Um, but like everything else, you know, I'm sure everybody that was participating in this had the same uh, expression and feel. Yeah. But I, I like it when a documentary shows the insecurity, in a sense. Yeah. Of someone when they're learning something. Well, it just goes back to, like, how well curated... Yeah. You know, she is. Um, I also... I'm really enjoying, like... The new confidence that she has after having had twins. Um, she's... She's starting to feel a bit more open. Like, I don't need... I don't need to, like, feel so connected with her or anything... <laughs> But it's just kind of like in her interviews or um, when she was when she was on the cover of Vogue last year um, after she had like post birth of the kids or whatever. And right before she was going on tour, she uh, she gave this interview where, you know, she just kind of like explained her new thought process more. And now that she's a mother of three and everything. And I feel like. Not just black women are like women of color that are mothers as well. Like, I feel like it allowed just women in general to connect with her differently. Yeah. I, I, th I think, um, when a lot of celebrity, when celebrities do go through pregnancy or, or life changing event, mm -hmm. uh, marriage and all that, that brings in a whole other demographic yeah. to relate with them. Uh, I mean, cause a lot of times when we, when we have a fandom for someone or a band, mm -hmm. it's, most of the time, it's because we also relate to... We feel yeah. like we relate to them to a certain uh, extent. You know, there might be bands or artists that, you know, I could consider great, but maybe I don't listen to as much because I feel like they're, I, I don't relate. Yeah. Um. can't think of one off the top of my head, but... Don't I even <laughs> use that as an example? <laughs> but, uh, but it's... Yeah, like, we, we, we become fans of... Uh, of of artists because we we feel like we relate yeah. to a certain extent or some uh, something from their work talks to us yeah um so question mm. after having watched this or sorry after having watched the interview parts of this mm -hmm. um 
What would you say is your favorite song? I really don't. I really don't know the titles. Sing it, Michael. No, you can't put me on this. Why? Why can't no, I? No. Come on. Because I'm drawing a blank. Hum it. Oh, which is the one that was uh, produced by um, um. Oh my god. Are you gonna type it into Google now? Like yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um. um the one that was produced by Jack White. The one for Lemonade. I know it was Lemonade because we saw the, the that video yeah. at Ashley and Gabe's. Oh my god! I forgot oh, now you don't remember. <laughs> hum it, hum it, Lisette. <laughs> it's the one that goes. Don't hurt yourself. There we go. Yeah, I like that one. I don't, I don't know how. So is that your favorite? I would say, though, I really dug that. I really liked uh, Lemonade because she experimented with the sound. It's not yeah. just the same thing. And oh, I, let me ask you a question. Wait, let me finish my thought. Fine. So I dig it when artists just change up their style. All right. Why do the same thing again and again, you know, album again. after album with the same sound? Yeah. Experiment a little bit. I mean, that's what music was or is. It, mm. it, it feeds off of each other. And so there's no reason to just stick to the same sound all the time. So I really dug Lemonade because it does did play around. So the country sound. song that's in that album. Uh-huh. Would you consider it country? Um, I have to hear it again. Mind you guys. What are you good for? Mind you guys. I've watched more of these documentaries than I've actually listened to Beyonce. What are you good for? <laughs> Full disclosure. The worst, Michael. <laughs> You're the worst. Fine. What's your least favorite song? Single Ladies. Yeah. Overrated. I hate that fucking song. Overrated. It's so nice. I also can't believe it's 11 years old. The only thing I like about that song is, oh, 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 oh. The only thing I like oh, about that song oh, is that oh. SNL skit. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about how that song is 11 years old. I feel like it came out yesterday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cray cray. I know. The worst. Well, any other thoughts on this? Because you're, like, not being helpful. Um, no, that's pretty much it. So you don't want to talk about anything from the quotes that were put in it? Other than the Maya Angelou quote? Because you seem very, like... I no, I mean, it, it was cool how they added certain quotes at cer- uh, uh, specifically mm-hmm. throughout the, the documentary. Uh, and I felt like each time they would add something, it was just addressing. Yeah. So do you mean to say that it was intentional? Yes, that's that. I'm delirious from the day. <laughs> so pardon me. It's all right. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I was in an accident today, okay? I'm fine. Uh, more details on that. I yeah, I'm know. fine. I'm fine. My car got a little boo-boo, but it's good. <laughs> um, it's all good. You're fine. You're I know. Okay. I know. I had wings. I had fries. I'm good. I'm chilling. Okay, well then I guess I'm going to call it.
Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, I hope all of you have seen Homecoming. If you haven't, I highly recommend it. Michael, your thoughts? I highly recommend it too. Watch it as soon as you can. Um, Beyonce's biggest fan over here. It's a good time. It's a good time. Oh, so yeah, like okay, so <laughs> I I, 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 I mentioned I mentioned the the those behind the scenes shots or, or that those behind the scenes portions of the documentary, mm-hmm. but the show itself it is amazing. Yeah, it's a really good. You can still find like the show itself. Um, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, but you don't need to. I mean, this one's shot so well. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, if people yeah. like just want to see it continuously. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love how they cut. You know, from one weekend to the other. Um, in the performance scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just yeah. Really good. I mean, it, it also shows how well the whole thing was choreographed because mm-hmm. in a split second they'll switch from one yeah. weekend to the other. And you really can't tell a difference yeah. other than the change of colors. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, like, the theme of this performance and this documentary is that representation matters. And it does. And you see it through the eyes of her daughter. Um, the people that are a part of it when they're interviewed mm-hmm. discuss the importance of, of representation for them. Um, some of them are parents themselves, so they talk about that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't agree more. I do feel a hundred percent that representation matters, and the fact that this, the fact that Coachella has existed for twenty years, and it took almost twenty years for a person of color, rather a black woman, to headline Coachella, just like boggles my mind. But if there would be a woman to head, like a black woman to headline Coachella, it would be Beyonce. Yeah. Um, but it's not like her career didn't just start five years ago, you know? Yeah. Her career has been as long as Coachella has existed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad that this is the way she chose to do it. I'm glad that we have this documentary. I love this fucking like live <laughs> album that she has <laughs> streaming like. Oh, they released it as an album? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. so if you want to listen to it, you can without having to watch it. But anyway, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you for having the patience to put up with me and Michael. (laughs) Thank you for your patience putting up with Michael. Sorry that he's the worst. I'm the best. At cooperating for interviews (laughs) or a conversation considering how chatty he fucking is in real life. (laughs) Also, I'm surprised you didn't fall off the chair. Oh, with my, uh, the way I was You sat like eight different ways. Yeah. It's only been 20 minutes. Yeah. The worst. (laughs) Anyway, I'm signing off. Michael, you got anything else you want to say? Uh, no, I, I, I look forward to, uh, to being out here uh, on Baby Lambs again. Uh, This is going to have all the word, like terrible... Uh, ratings. <laughs> it's your fault. Well, it's fine. The check cleared. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a pleasure to be a part of the show again. And what is it, the second time? It's like uh, the third time. Third time? Okay. Actually, not even the third fourth. Time. Third time. Fourth. The fourth. fourth time. That that much really? Yeah, bro. Okay. Oh, 
This is my fourth time. I'm happy to be here for my fourth time. <laughs> hey, follow- is that your fourth time? Yes. Follow me on Hungry Yokai. Damn. I will be posting more. <laughs> and uh, yeah, until next time. All right. Well, I'm going to take over Ashley's role right now. Please follow us on Instagram at Baby Lambs Podcast. We're also on Twitter at Baby Lambs Pcast. We're on the Facebooks as Baby Lambs Podcast. Um, and yeah, let us know your thoughts, man. All right. Well, we hope you enjoy and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Baby Lambs Podcast. Artwork created by Janabelle Art. You can follow her on Instagram at Janabelle Art, or you can follow her studio at Studio Nami Tattoo. Music created by Daniel Acosta and produced by Sunset Studios Miami. You can follow them on their Instagram at Sunset Studios Miami. And you can follow us on Instagram via our handle at Baby Lambs Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Baby Lambs PCast or Baby Lambs Podcast. You can find us now on iTunes and Google Play and even on CastBox, which is actually a really cool app. Also by finding us via our handle, Baby Lambs Podcast, or by visiting our website at babylambspodcast.com. Thanks again for listening.